0: Life is easy. Life can be easy. Hi guys. It's so good to be here with you, Courtney, and our dear friends. Uh, Welcome to Highest Vibes podcast, where we are striving today to create ease
1: in life. Even when it doesn't feel like it's easy, we could just change it up and redo it. And it's so easy. Isn't that nice? And knowing that they're always solved, makes no life can be a little easier. That's so funny that we're talking about that because I was actually writing. How can I make my life easier? I write when I meditate sometimes and how can I make my life easier?
0: Let me feel through this a little bit. And what comes up for me is that the staples easy button. We learned about this at a mindset retreat a few years ago, and then it came up again. Fabian Fredrickson, we love you. Thank you so much for this easy tutorial. So it essentially the easy button... Is to be pressed day in, day out. When we reflect, well, that was easy. Like, for example, folding clothes. Oh, well, that was easy. Instead of the torment of, oh, I going to fold these clothes, or ah, oh, laundry's so hard, or whatever. So, um, but that was easy. Or dinner's made. Oh, that was easy. Or um, I did a lovely, fun podcast with my dear friend Cordy. Oh, that was easy. And the appreciation of the ease allows
1: more ease. What do you feel? One of my mantras is money comes so easily to me because we have this old belief. Like think about our old programming about money and it's hard to make money. You have to work hard. So one of my new mantras is money comes easily to me. It's so easy to get money. It's so easy. for our call, we were talking about our own idiosyncrasies with money and not, you know, what our beliefs about what holds us back from having money come easily to us. I think we could share a little bit about that. There is something with what we believe is easy versus what we think is hard. And then when we think it's easy, we just go and do it. But when we think it's hard, it just puts a whole other pressure that doesn't need to happen. And if we think of everything as easy, how wonderful life would be. Even if your mind says, oh, it's not easy, right? Like you could tell yourself it's not, but Why waste your time saying that? Everything's so easy. (laughs) Life is easy. We know it's not, by the way.
0: Well, we've had contrasts that might have said, maybe it's not so easy. But the thing is, the want is last time we were talking about those, the things on the want list, like the wish list that we put down on the left. And then I want life to be a little easier. It just seems really hard right now. I would like for it to be a little easier. And so perhaps then on the right, we say, oh, thank you for simplicity. In my world. And thank you for the easy things that I have going on. Oh, and then you mentioned money. So, you know, we could put that on the left. So thank you for the ease and satisfaction of gaining momentum and abundance. Right. And let me feel that. What does that feel like? And it feels like flexibility. It feels like freedom. The thing is, though, the want is there. Right. Which is so beautiful we want the ease, we want the flexibility, we want the freedom and we want the monetary income. But what happens if the belief, the underlying
1: belief doesn't agree? Yeah, so that's what's interesting, right? Cuz I think life is easier if you have money. I do think so, right? You don't have to worry about your food and how you're going to pay for your groceries and what's on your plate. Um, but then we have this old story that like money's evil, right? And so how do we Change our subconscious thoughts about believe our belief system of what money does to somebody. I have stories about them. I'm not sure if you do, but I have a, I have some stories of like if I had so much money or if I lived with such an abundance, maybe I would feel like I have to like keep up with the next door neighbor or keep up with the people surrounding us. Right? But maybe you're not as happy if you have a lot, and it's such a silly. Such a silly thought that I've had to really let go of. Well, what happens? yeah,
0: it sounds like what happens is, and I just want to start tapping right now. Like, even though I have a fear, it's what we do in our practice. We do EFT tapping plus a lovely blessing of O'oponopono. So perhaps we can just kind of roll through one out real quick. We'd say, even though, even though I may have fear about money and I might think it is the root of all evil, I truly love, accept and forgive myself, right? And so we would try to say it a few times, even though I have a fear about money and believe it's the root of all evil, I truly love, accept, and forgive myself. And, And then starts our EFT. So the emotional freedom, or maybe even the freedom of the belief that isn't serving our highest good or the highest good of others, because if we don't have monetary freedom or we don't have compassion to ourselves or others and be able to give that monetarily, that can hit home a barrier to happiness and joy and a worthwhile nature saying life is good, right? So that's that's a beautiful way to kind of get through the block, through the barrier is through a tapping exercise. If you want, we can do it. Connect with me. Go to uh, darcybuyer.com and book a session and we can we can do that really easily. But I like the idea of ease. And I don't feel, you know, no judgment. And I and I feel, when well, we were talking about how sometimes people, sometimes, and I've been there, want to say, look how hard that was for me. And kind of uh, exercise that compassion on the hardness of it, yes, but also beat the drum of how hard life is. And so eventually maybe the contrast to the heart, let me give you an example. For example, how can we see this in day-to-day life? Life's so hard. I have it so darn hard and I can't seem to get well and I'm always getting sick and I'm always getting ill and I can't get over the hump. It's so hard. Let me talk to my mom about it. I'm going to tell her all about it. (laughs) Let me go vent to my husband. Let me go vent to everybody else. And I'm going to beat the drum of how hard, and there's absolutely no judgment. We've all been there, but how hard life can be and how hard life is, right? Yeah, then we ask, what I just said in that
1: verbiage or with that feeling, is it wanted? It's interesting. We go back to the story of what we focus on, we will get more up. And so if you could change your words, right? Change your words, you change your life, right? So instead of saying it's so hard, how about if you took the same situation and said, oh, you no know one, I could do it it's so easy for me. Simple as that. It's so easy to be well. And
0: I appreciate being well. And I'm going to put on the left side of the want list, God, I would love to be well. And then on the right list, we say, you know what? When I feel well, I feel really good. I'm so thankful for well-being. I am so thankful for when my heart beats thrivingly well. I'm so thankful for my cells. I'm so thankful for the wellness I have in my mind, in my body, and in my spirit. And that's the drum I would prefer to start beating from here on out. And so it is. So these are like little micro shifts to recognize, well, what's the story I'm beating? What are the conversations I've been having over the last, let's say, five days and kind of feel
1: through them? Are they satisfying? So many people have been scared of the virus, right? So then you have this story of being fearful of sickness. And if you go back to Abraham Hick, we have all this law of attraction. And what we speak about is what we get more of. And when we don't feel good, which it's what we want to talk about. And then we talk more about it and we attract more of it. So I appreciate my mantras and waking up every day. And when I have, like I was looking for it to show you, I have like a little card thing where I made all these mantras that I follow. And it's simple things like I am well, I feel so well today. I I attract money easily, unconditional love. And so just trying to change my words so that I, I can have things be easier. And I do believe life can be easy if if we believe it. It It's such funny because what do you believe? What are your underlying belief systems? I want that.
0: I've experienced a little less than ease before. I am over it. (laughs) I would like more ease. I'll give you, I will give you an example. This is a very simple example, but so I'm in traditional Chinese medicine school. I know I talk about this a lot. It's not always easy. I think I just took my 100th test over the course of uh, my coursework, miss a lot of tests, a lot of information. Sometimes you feel like it's a fire hydrant of knowledge, just, you know, bursting into you. And sometimes you're like, this is too much. I have the wherewithal for maybe a sippy cup and you are giving me a fire hydrant of knowledge that I'm supposed to understand in a day and a half. Give me a break, right? Okay. So I was there, that's where I was. And so I'm in a pharmacology class and uh, we have the sweetest teacher on earth, and she's new to the program, and she's a pharmacist, and she's such a bright light. The thing is, though, her tests were freaking hard, and especially to someone who I want to know the whole body and no judgment to me with this verbiage, please, but I want to know the whole body approach, the mind, the body, the spirit to wellness. And that's my passion, that's my gift, and no judgment to anything else that I might say, but. I don't know how to distribute pharmaceuticals and I will never know that knowledge and understand it as well as a pharmacist because that's not me or my passion. Anyway, so, and so it is, and that's okay. And we can let that go, but it was a really hard class for me. These tests were like freaking killer. And the studying forum was just, oh my gosh, so overwhelming. If I had an easy button there, I would say, I'm so sorry, I can't push you right now because it's not, it's not happening, right? It's not easy. So instead, I just did And I know I talk about this a lot. So oh ponopono is this beautiful blessing that lets God in and it lets God know she's not happy, right? And so whatever it is for me to cause this situation in my world and me to gravitate towards it and the heartache it's causing me to have to study these pharmaceutical drugs, I am so sorry. No judgment on this pharmaceutical side. Okay. No judgment. I am so sorry. So I say, please forgive me. And um, I love you, God, because I know you hear me. And I thank you because I feel like we might have a shift in energy with this situation thereafter. And so I did a repeat of it, a repeat of it, of that beautiful blessing of the oponopono, focusing in on my problem my problem was dire, you know, and I was overwhelmed. I have a family to, I have a family to feed. I've got balance I need in my world and I don't have it right now. This class is killing me. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. No judgment. I love you. Thank you. And so the next class, and I don't know if this, whatever, these are just circumstances that happen, but the next class we have, guess what happens? She was nudged to pay attention. This is what happens when you do pono. The blessing is miraculous and enormous in its beautiful nature and it shifts the vibration in your world and she says this beautiful teacher says you know the rest of the term all of your notes all of your quizzes
1: and all of your tests are going to be open book because well, that's what you should be learning it's like and it changes the the dynamic of it
0: it was just such a load off and I still absorb I still learned the passion of The Oriental, the traditional Chinese medicine side, which is what I want, and the verbiage of the passion of the pharmaceutical side that I will never really use in my practice other than looking up side effects and let me do my job a little bit more simply, right? But long story short, it shifted the way that course went and it shifted the way my world changed. It was so lovely. And then the easy button, let's say, for example, it's sitting right here. I'm going to nicely press it thank
1: you. That was easy. Well, you know what, what I think is so interesting about that, right? So how, like my husband was studying engineering and he would have been an amazing engineer. I mean, when I tell you the guy is brilliant, he could fix anything, do anything. But so he started college and he started taking engineering classes and you learn so much information that you really don't necessarily need to be an engineer. And so it's actually, he was disheartened. He like, wasn't interested in learning that. And he was like, I'm not smart at this. Where And maybe he wasn't that he wasn't smart, but he didn't enjoy learning similar to what you said. And he had to take all these tests and he stopped doing engineering, which I actually think was such a, I feel so sad for the world because I wonder what would have happened if they had done that. If the teacher had said, Hey, listen, you know, it's not necessarily that you have to get these straight A's on this test. We want you to really learn and experience something. And you don't know, have to know every Detail. It actually stopped him from going to engineering school and he majored into business and all does work out. But how much hmm. of our whole education system is it distracting us from being our actual true genius? Because now without the fear of the test and that you actually could learn about it in a whole other way. And there's this.
0: I could stay present in the moment, enjoy the the lessons and then gravitate towards ease
1: thereafter life can be easy. And I really appreciate when it is. No, but I grew up not thinking I was so smart because I wasn't so good at tests. And how much of our society is based on from a young age, believing you're smart or not smart based on test scores, right? Where there's no, honestly, some of the smartest people aren't great at tests. And I do think there has to be some kind of, I guess, are you learning? Are you understanding things? Yeah. Like, is this serving my soul? Or is it bygones? We were talking about that, about the medical field, right? So like think about doctors, right? So by the time they have to learn all this information and then they want to be dermatologists, is it really helpful that they have to learn every detail of every, we were just having this conversation. Wouldn't it be interesting if you could specialize earlier on would people be better at their field?
0: You know what I feel is what makes us better? The ancient people, the ancient, wise, beautiful People of traditional Chinese medicine came up with all of these brilliant modalities that were still used today to help people achieve great results, such as alleviate pain, alleviate constipation, alleviate IBS, alleviate headaches. When you got the the nod to do the drinks and the nudge to put in the drinks, what kind of zone were
1: you in? Oh, I find it so interesting because yeah, each of the drinks were so healing, and if you go back to ancient Medicines, right? They have all those ingredients. And so I got nudges to make certain drinks. And then, lo and behold, years later, a year later, started to research it. I'm like, oh my God, they've been doing this for years. People have been drinking lemon juice in the morning for years to detoxify your body. I do believe that we innately do know, we get messages, right? Oh, do this because it's really good for you. Or, don't eat this. You get that nudge, don't you? Sometimes get a nudge, like oh, I shouldn't be eating this anymore. I feel like these
0: ancient sages
1: meditated.
0: They got a nudge. This is how I feel. It is in they, traditional Chinese medicine. They'll say, well, it's just because it's been prophesized. However, it's also been observed for three thousand years that it works. So we're gonna keep doing yeah. it, and it's true. Their observation says it absolutely works. But where I was going, I feel was like, yeah, was the nudge. that inspiration of what do i put in the drinks and was it was it because you took what you took you're taking a nutrition i know you're going to school for you're gonna have a great degree and it's beautiful but you had the wisdom within you easily when you're sitting down in beautiful meditative state
1: knowing where the heart wants to solve a problem even if you're not meditating you'll get like a message and that's how like a lot of people get their songs their poems their inspiration to like figure out like a scientific method all of a sudden they'll just show up for them and they have to write it down. And if it does, if they don't write it down right then, then they, it literally goes to the next person. And I think that's true with my drinks. Like I was like, I got this real nudge with like very detailed of how it's supposed to be and what it's supposed to be like. And I do, I think I wrote it down. I'm like, I have to create these and we created them, but I think there's so much of our own look at so many artists and so much So many of the people that created things and so much of our entrepreneurship, it's an idea and then taking, having the courage to actually do it. And if you don't, someone else will do it. It's a very interesting thing because it will move to the next person if you don't do anything. I'm glad you
0: captured that moment and you kept writing down the beautiful ingredients.
1: But I, I really love that you didn't get discouraged and you kept on going, even if it was difficult and that you did so you made things easier
0: or there's a way to refine it a, a way to simplify it i hope and that's the that's the gift of Ooponopono that helps really revitalize i mean i have so many stories courtney but it's just such a beautiful blessing
1: i also think gratitude changes things too and when you're in a space when if you if you don't like what's happening in your life and you don't, and you can just find the stuff that you're grateful for and start to really focus on that, it changes the perspective right in that moment. For instance, like yesterday I was driving in the snow and I was like, this is going to be easy. I'm just so grateful for how easy it is, how easy talking about that. And I, I think if we change our words, everything changes. So you can make little shifts in right this moment to be appreciative of everything that is coming easily to you. Cause there are things that come easily to you. And then there's things we look, focus on those things. Then won't more, more things come easily to us. And I think so. So yes, I was driving and I was really scared. And I was like, I'm, I kept on saying, I'm so scared. And I thought that's just, the words are not good. So I'm driving
0: from Dallas to Austin. I have the dogs in the car and then my sweet husband and my two boys are in another car and they're like, a few miles ahead, and I get this kind of out of nowhere God wink of a nudge to ask Archangel Michael to protect James, Bo, and Andrew, and uh, my husband and sons. So, oh, okay, Archangel Michael, please protect. This is how I do it. Archangel Michael, just real quick, I get the nudge. I'm going to do it. Archangel Michael, please protect James, Andrew, and Bo all day. Thank you. And now I, you know, ask protection for all the drivers on the road, but. At that time, it was James and Bo and, and Andrew. And a few minutes later, literally a few minutes later, Andrew calls me. He's on the road. I'm on the road. And he goes, hey, I just want to let you know, we almost got into this multi-crazy car pileup. And we would have been the last car to hit. But somehow, miraculously, I don't know, I just got out of the way and uh, and we missed it. Thank goodness, right? Oh my gosh. Um, and then he, you know, he was just basically, like, I just want to let you know there's going to be a lot of traffic up ahead. You might you might want to take the side road. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I'm just so happy that um you, you all stayed clear of that. And uh, you know, there, there's just something to that God wink of a nudge to just ask. Sometimes you don't know where it comes from, and sometimes it's just to do it. Do the ask, and it's okay. Sometimes people come to my heart real quick and I don't know why. And But maybe it's because they need help, you know, or maybe it's because they need a little God wink of a favor, or maybe it's because they need a little blessing or a prayer, just send them some love and light. And so it is, right? So if someone comes to my heart or soul, I say, oh, God bless them. Archangel Michael, please protect them, or whatever the favor is in the moment, or please help them with their marriage, or please help them with their family, or please help them with their career path. God
1: bless us all. Thank you. Amen. We love him. I find sometimes I do that as well and just send my prayers to certain people. And then sometimes when I get it, I just say, oh, I'll just send them a little hi, a little message. I think that's always lovely. Mm -hmm. Like when you think of somebody, it might be a reason to give someone a call or to reach out or just to tell them you love them. I think sometimes people could feel lonely. So I sometimes just send a little text. Oh, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. I think that's always a loving response. So I, I think that we know to reach out to people or to send messages, but I love that story because it's so, um so true how important it is to trust your instincts and your gut feelings and to ask for prayers. And I'm not religious and I, I really, I'm not religious at all. And I, I think that's what's so confusing in some ways. Cause I, I speak like that and I pray and I, I ask for guidance and I ask for spirit to help me or to bring light through me. And it, it confuses people, I think, because they're like, well, you're religious. I'm like, no, but I don't necessarily think you have to be to believe in something bigger than ourselves. It doesn't have to be a set religion or a set way.
0: I love that you know even who, um, and I love that about you. And I think that's your profound gift. You just have um, a brilliant connection in light, knowing that it doesn't have to be from anyone else's philosophy. Other than your own
1: intuitive divine self. Well, it's so funny because I was watching this Life of Pi movie, which honestly is such a beautiful story about belief and about hope. And I haven't finished it, but I started watching it on the plane. And I was at Colorado, and I went on a plane, and was watching this movie. And this kid was a very young kid, and he was he went down to he got into a dare, and he went to a church, and he found Jesus, and he was standing there this beautiful priest came and started talking to him about Jesus. And from that moment on, he just believed in Jesus. It wasn't because he was Christian that he believed in Jesus. He just loved the story of Jesus. And and goes on his journey of finding all religion and all of the beliefs and really using them. It's just a beautiful story of how, why not believe? Why not hope? It was just a beautiful story. And talking about not necessarily in a religious way, but believing in Can you believe in Jesus or can you believe in God? And can you believe in Archangel Michael and not be religious?
0: And I think you can. What a lovely perspective that there's something greater than us that we can just let it go to. I can't physically go and protect Andrew from all of the cars that are about to get into a busted traffic jam of a problem, but I can just ask and then let it go.
1: And it might not always show up how you want it, right? So you could say, oh, I Anything. say if someone says, well, I don't believe in prayer because I didn't get what I asked for. Well, you might not get what you asked for because it might not be for your highest good. I mean, that's the interesting question, right? Like if we pray and we want something, right? Let's just say prayer, right? I I ask for something or I set an intention of what I want. I also think it might not come to me, not because there's not someone up there doling out the kids or something, but maybe it wasn't for my highest good. So that's what I, I actually asked too. I always kind of say, Hey, you know, for my highest good, if it's supposed to happen, can it be, if it's for, for my highest good, because then it really lets it go and it surrenders this idea of it has to look a certain way. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much. How can you make your life easier? That's such an interesting question. Like, I wonder if we could get people to respond. How could you make your life easier right now? And that could be the question that thought that they could go into. I I could go into it for myself this week. How can I make my life easier? And maybe you could write how you would make your life easier somewhere in the review notes. And I would love to read it so I could get some ideas on how to make my life easier as well.
0: I love and appreciate ease. If people want to connect with you, my dear friend, uh, or get one of your amazing elixirs that are so nourishing and such a godsend um, and they're organic, where would they go?
1: So wellofftoday.com and they're amazing. Honestly, they are natural. my life is so much better drinking them. I feel so much healthier. And and also I do coaching and some Akashic record work and finding your purpose and seeing with rose colored glasses Um, And my website is creatingwithcourtney.com. And what about you, Darcy? You want to connect with me, release any blocks
0: that may not be serving your highest good. I'm not going to block them for you, but I can help lead the way. Feel free to reach out at darcybuyer.com. We love y'all. Have a beautiful, 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 easy day. Much love to you. See you all soon.